Afternoon for another fascinating chat with Nate Sorlia, who is the Managing Director, Owner and Head Personal Trainer at Elite Personal Training. Nate, thanks for joining us on the 123 Show this Monday. Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. It's good, it's good to finally talk to you. Yeah. We've seen one another from a distance, I think. From yes. I've seen your segments with Noreen, um, and they have uh, properly guilted me into moving my body more. So, I'm oh, good. <laughs> um, but we're we're not chatting about that today. I'm, I'm quite excited to chat to you. What we're chatting about today, um, which is a little bit about how COVID has changed the uh, the fitness and the gym industry here in Hong Kong. And I'm really curious about it because I've been super appreciative of seeing all the innovation that's also been happening in different sectors as they've adapted to some of the um, some of the restrictions and things we've had happening. Yeah, well, the, the we've had to we've had to really um, you know what I call pivot pivot off um, of what's been happening. We've been all been closed. All the gyms have been closed for the last five. Going into our our, our sixth week, or even the end of our sixth week, and um, and you know as we are very much based on uh, service. You know, if we if we service a client, you know, then the industry gets paid or the the trainer gets paid. So. Many of us have had to pivot on this and, and actually start training people online and also doing home visits as well. And even when we were shut, when the beaches were shut, you couldn't train outside unless you had a mask on. Um, you know, it, the industry has done really well to be able to sort of just keep it moving along, but it has been struggling uh, over the last weeks, especially the big gyms, you know, like Pure and and, F, and Fitness First and Goji and, and, um, and Waterfall because they are a... Uh, you know, a large number gym where people actually go and visit them and do classes. So it's been a difficult time for many. And, you know, now that um, the cases are lower now, um, you know, we're hoping that we can open back up so that way we can get more people in through the door. And, you know, I always seen fitness and wellness and health a priority. You know, we we talk really heavily on, you know, masks and we look at um, uh, social distancing. But what we need to start talking about is is how can we actually protect ourselves even if in the face of, of getting COVID-19 or any kind of virus or any kind of disease, we've got to make sure that we're in the healthiest part, you know, uh, healthiest space as possible. So it's been great to see so many guys, you know, now I've been part of like the, the small group um, personal training studios in Hong Kong and also the big ones. We've all been talking together over the last, you know, um, over the last 18, 18 weeks because of the first shutdown. Now we're sort of, you know, been talking with the government about getting our businesses open again. But it's just, it's been amazing how, you know, a lot of people have been doing a lot more home visits. I know a couple of friends of mine, especially, they're doing more home visits than they've ever done before COVID. Mm. So a lot of people are starting to realize, and, and I think they've always realized this, but now they're starting to take action on it as the benefits and the, the, um, uh, the, 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 the opportunities being able to not only train at home, but just to train. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, as you said, um, that's something that obviously we all we all take the steps we have to take to protect ourselves and our loved ones and communities, most vulnerable people. Um, but of course, uh, looking after ourselves, training and being healthy is also one of the ways we do that. And when we don't have access to gyms or even the opportunity to sort of uh, go outside and train in the way we might have in the past, I can definitely see why that has been. It's 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 a lot of losers in the situation, unfortunately. Um, 
So I can definitely understand that. Is it? It's interesting to hear that you've been chatting to kind of other gyms as well. Um, I know that lots of um, gyms have been putting up uh, different different fitness spaces and different uh, training studios have been kind of taking some more sort of hygiene precautions, barrier precautions. It would it be in the? Is it kind of in the interests of every gym that the the ho- industry as a whole really ups its game? that you and your team um, or the ways that you've seen as well that people are kind of innovating to still be providing a service or to to be offering something even if um, the the usual uh, classes and sessions aren't available so they're using a lot of online zoom has been a popular one for us where we run classes online and um and I know that there's quite a few people in the community using Google Meet, uh, Google Meet, as a way of being to do it online. And um, and you know they're being innovative. You know, uh, being able to train people in their homes with a very very small space. You know, you've just got to be really creative in what you use. You know, a lot of these things is um, everything's done on the spot. You know, you can do squats and lunges and push-ups and and um, and, and core exercises all done on one spot so you can utilize the space. I know that um, I know that cycling classes have also gone online. So, you know, there's obviously ones like, have you heard of Peloton before? I have, yes, I have. It's very yeah. trendy at the moment, isn't it, Peloton? It's oh, a real LA, LA-esque type um, exercise. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, is being online, it makes it so much so much more accessible for people. And the um, and and the other thing that, that trainers are also doing is, is they're they're giving online workouts to clients as opposed to doing live, 
they're doing online workouts for those clients to be able to follow so they can do it. I know Pure's giving away many, many different workouts and they're filming those workouts. Um, I know where, you know, for example, what, what we're pivoting off as well is as soon as we can open up and actually have a class, we actually going to video those classes and be able to use them not only as uh, recorded footage for people to use, but also we can do live classes at the same time we're running a real class in the studio. Wow, so it's it's a real kind of combination of different uh, things coming together. In terms of class sizes, has do you find, I mean, with the clients that you have or that others have, do, do, there's always going to be people who like to exercise by themselves and, and want that training one-on-one. And then there's, you know, people who love to be a little bit anonymous in a much bigger group. Um, have you found that's shifted at all? You know what, it, it seems to be more people wanting to exercise in smaller numbers. Because of the social distancing between people, um, people want to have smaller groups, which is understandable, right? Um, and, I, you know, now with our, our current uh, situation where, you know, you're allowed to train and, and you're, you're allowed to be in groups of two. So it basically means one, the trainer and the, and the client. So, you know, we cannot do any more than, you know, training one person at a time right now. But I think, you know, you know, and I, you know, and I'm just, you know, speaking, you know, very, very candidly here, the amount of cases that we're getting in Hong Kong, the amount of people that we actually have in Hong Kong, the chances of someone being able to contract COVID is low. But we also need to be careful of the social distancing and making sure that we can, you know, trace these people if and when we get infected by COVID. <clears throat> but the but the majority of the people wanting smaller classes now just because they want to be social distancing. They don't want to be, you know, you know, um, in the vicinity of other people. Uh, so, yeah, so, so people are wanting to train in smaller numbers. I can see that. And it, I'm, I'm interested to see this because I think it's always one of those things where we, you don't know how good you have it until you don't have it that good anymore, right? And, and and I think we've all felt that a little bit in different parts of our lives. I mean, I, I miss the cinema or I, you know, I think, oh, I really should have you know gone for gone for picnics more often on the beach or whatever it is we we all have those yeah. things and i think um definitely feeling that feeling of um you know people who maybe before didn't value their fitness so much do you think that now after this experience that people are going to hopefully come out of covid covid city and think you know what like i need to put some um, time and money and energy into me and my body and my health and fitness as well. Do you think we're going to see a, a, a spike in that direction too? Fingers oh, crossed. absolutely. But you've got to really, you know, that a lot of people, from what, what I've seen from the COVID-19, is it's been a lot of scared people and people that have already got their their, um, uh, their, their, their health already compromised. So the people that have been dying and people already had their health already compromised before they had the COVID-19. So a lot of people are starting to put two and two together. You know, if you stay in the best possible condition, then you're going to be able to fight it. So I do believe that there's going to be a spike in um, in people taking up fitness. But the issue is, is like how fast will that be? So that so that way, um, let me let me say this again: how how quickly will people start to lose that fear of what we're going through right now? Of you know, am I going to get sick, or, or you know, am I being going to be compromised? Um, to be able to get people more back into the gym. And, you know, like in the U.S. right now, there is no cases in many gyms in the fitness centers. 
reasons like it's still a safe space to exercise. It's still a safe place to be able to, um, you know, to build your immunity and, and get stronger. So I, I believe there will be a spike as soon as, you know, as, as soon as this goes back to, to normality again and then and people start to drop that perceived fear of, you know, of, rather than the actual fear of catching COVID. So once they start dropping that perceived fear, then yes, we're going to see a spike in, in people joining gyms and joining I hope so too and I do I do think back to when we first started uh, getting cases way at the beginning of the year and how there was this sort of golden gold, golden hour no I won't call it that but it was fascinating to see that in those first few days with schools closed and everything and the only thing people could do was get outside and I remember seeing you know suddenly it was like this the, the sky was blue and it was still cool like autumnal winds and people were out running and swimming and everything because that was the only way, the only thing we could do was be outside moving our bodies, breathing in fresh air and, and everything else. And and then slowly, you know, out of necessity, we've had to put those restrictions on a little bit more. Um, but I, I hope, yeah, like you say, I, I'm, I'm excited and I do hope that we, we see that, you know, as a, as a community in general, people do start thinking more practically about their health and about things that they can do. And like you said, it's not just about being... Um, tanked it's about being um, you know it's about the fact that our bodies are our best defense against this thing that's probably going to be around for a while so um, let's hope that people do do flock back to their gyms and start um, and keep working out and keep themselves healthy um, yeah absolutely and I, I would even add to that is like you know how are you eating how are you sleeping you know what, how much water are you drinking or do each day and, and the quality of water that you're drinking because yes you can go and exercise but if you're not putting the right nutrients into your body then your body's not going to heal anyway so you know it's, it's a whole it's a it's a it's a, it's a, a multi-pronged um uh, uh protocol to be able to get yourself back into the you know that that peak condition and you know it doesn't have to be really hard training to be able to get those benefits it can be just as easy as just going for a nice, easy walk or a nice, easy swim or doing Tai Chi or Qi Gong or yoga and then slowly building your, you know, your, your, your fitness levels up. Meanwhile, taking care of your nutrition and also your lifestyle, which will also boost your immune system. Fantastic, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hopefully that we've inspired some people to, to get out and get moving the minute we have the opportunity to. Nate Sawley uh, from uh, Elite Personal Training, Managing Director, Owner and Head Personal Trainer there as well, joining us to chat a little bit about how things have changed in the world of health and fitness after COVID's 